You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome in the box where I am Thomas and I am joined on the Skype line by Walter. Walt, how are you, buddy? I'm doing a lot better than I was this morning. Tell you that. Well, that's <laughs> that's good to hear. What do you got? A little bit of this uh, flu bug here? Yeah, I don't know what I, what I had. I don't like. I think part of it is just I've been working nonstop since basically Tuesday, and I think my body kind of just said, "You know what? Sit down." So you think maybe two kids and fifty hours of work and over a course of a four day period might be getting to you, huh? Yeah, probably. I, I'd say that's probably what exactly what happened. Sounds like but, a, you know, I'm, I'm good, you so, know. And and look at you. you called in right when we were getting started here to make sure that you can you could join join in the fun here, and I appreciate that. Uh, well, you know, I was gonna was gonna leave you hanging. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Very kind of you, good sir. So. uh Week that was was kind of kind of left some points on the table here, didn't the wings? Left a lot of points on the table. I, I personally blame you for Sunday, though. That's fine. I own that. <laughs> um, I do. I do own that. Uh, they did. They did come back against the Devils. So now I don't know what to make of myself. Um, <laughs> t- it's really really tough to know what effect I have on on the team while watching. Um, it, I had a, I was at the, I was out on Wednesday and that Oilers game was kind of background noise. So that clearly I do not want a game to be background noise because that doesn't look good. Right. But, uh, let, yeah. let, let's go in and launch into last Sunday. We'll give a little recap. Actually, we were on air for the start of it. It was a six o'clock buck drop, yeah. and, you know, and yeah, we, it, it we, started good. Yeah. I mean, we, we knew, we knew about the abdicator goal from Larkin and Ouellette, uh, knew that Eric Johnson tied it. And I think I think we knew that Athanasiu had given us a two-one lead, uh, his fifth of the year. No, 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 we did not because I remember we left shortly after the first intermission expired. Uh, Andreas Athanasiu gave us a nice little two-nothing, uh, two-one lead, his fourth of the year, just before intermission, and things were looking okay after two periods. Yeah, and and um, I I got I got down here just enough time for the for the uh, for the second period and went on in and. Got, got my seat, and by the time I did all that, is the wing scored. It was three one. I'm like, all right, it's pretty good. Yeah, Cronwall getting his first from Nyquist and Ablocator, eleven oh seven, the time of the goal, a power play goal. I tell you, all the things you want. You open up a two goal lead. You got less than ten to play, and a, off the power play, and got to be feeling real good about yourself here, huh? Yeah, right. And and then and I, I think it's we talked about it. We talked about it a little bit uh, last week. With Colorado, they made it. They they got the second goal. You knew they were. You just knew they were getting the third yeah. goal, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> and sitting there and watching I mean, the fact that the week before they scored that that tying goal, it, it felt like that puck was in the wing zone for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Um, the first one was by Yakupov, who. Six goals on the year, and without having his numbers right in front of me, that may very well match his career total. <laughs> six, <laughs> six goals for him. Uh, maybe finding a home in Colorado, and he would score from Wilson and Johnson to make it three to two. That also a power play goal, and then it would be Carl Soderberg getting a, a shot that actually McKinnon shot it, and I'm actually kind of surprised it's still says Soderberg. I could have swore it was just a straight blast by McKinnon that beat Howard over the shoulder, but. They've given, yeah. they gave the goal to Soderberg and from McKinnon and uh, Barry, and we were all locked up at three with that, the 1914 mark. Uh, uh, over, 
overtime and you know it was great some great back and forth action in overtime um the, the wings had a couple chances to to win it there and and then I mean, a missed opportunity on one end by the wings lead, leads to an opportunity for avalanche which McKinnon buries yeah and i mean isn't, you know, how, isn't that the how what many they times we see that right well i mean it it, it happens you know a ton during average game play, but in three on three, that's all it is. Opportunity because yeah, I, I think it was, it was the puck missed the net. It went off the boards really hard and just sprung the cannon. Oh, that that was the daily shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Three overtime games this week. I kind of get crossing my streams a little bit, but that uh, Trevor Daly let a rocket go and it got the glass. And if you if same rules as on the power play, go to three on three overtime. You cannot miss the net. Everything you put towards the net's got to get on goal. You can't miss because the big rebound's going to kill you every time. And sure enough, it did in this situation. Yeah, and I mean, and you see that so much in overtime, though. Yeah, I, mean, I was, you know, be, before before I gave you a call, I was watching the uh, the overtime between with the Rangers and the Canucks, and there there was there was a mad scramble about the last minute, where just back and forth action, and and one of the chances came off of. Uh, shot that missed the net. Yep, and sprung the Rangers for a chance. So, by the way, the Rangers won in the shootout. There you go. See, yeah. So, you know, they beat they beat the Canucks in the shootout, and the, you know, three what three uh, afternoon games today in the NHL as well. Ah. The Oilers and Bruins are just great to start. Look at you settled in. This is this is how you get to t- <laughs> on a day that you're sick and no n- not happy that you're sick, but on the day that you're sick, this is an easy way for you to get to your twenty go- twenty games in a week. Oh yeah, you know, and and I'm I'm and I'm just I'm football out from this weekend mainly because of disappointment from all my football. Teams, oh so. God, what a, could not agree <laughs> with you more. I uh, I've seen a total of maybe about three minutes of NFL action today after yesterday. Uh, and all three of the big games that I wanted to watch yesterday ended up being kind of blowouts anyway. So it was it was a disappointing week of football all around. Yeah, and 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 and, not, and none of the one o'clock games were any good anyway. So yeah, and the the night game is the Packers and Steelers, and the Packers still don't have Aaron Rodgers, so that's kind of going to be a waste of time too. So yeah, well, yeah, also Carolina beat the Thunder's in the fourth three shootout today as well. Wow, a lot that of the, sh- uh, a lot of shootouts yeah. around the league here. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 overtime week. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Which I mean, and it's it's kind of funny. And we'll, we'll we'll get into. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about the Wednesday night game, we I guess we can. But um, you, you know, you, you look at. You know, we talked about last week how how it's like. Well, you know, it's you're not that. You look at teams like Montreal. Well, you're only six points out. You know, at the time last week, you're only six points out. It's like, well, yeah, six points out. But if a team has a, you know, one team has a bad week and one team has a mediocre week, you know, like the Wings did this week. You know, they went oh one and oh one and two. Oh one, oh one and three. If you count the oh, ass oh, game on, on oh, Sunday, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, one and three. They still they didn't win a game. They still got three points. Yep. You know, and it, so even if you know Montreal, Montreal didn't be terrible this week, but you know, they still didn't really gain any ground on the wings. Right. Right. And that's, that's what makes it tough when, you know, you have the loser point, you can have these potential three point games. Would you like to see the overtime, the, the, the extra point get taken away? I don't mind it. Okay. I, I, I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. 
I mean, just wow. Well, I mean, I, obviously, we're talking about it here, so I figured, you know, we'll throw that little nugget in your overall take on yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I know some people don't like it. They don't like the losing point, whatever. But it it doesn't bother me, you know. And and you know, some people rightfully so feel that, especially late in the season, you have two teams, you know, like so you have an Eastern Conference team, Western Conference team playing, and and it's a tie game with five minutes to go. Both teams kind of let off the gas a bit, and like, well, we'll both get a point here, right? You know, which which I get, but at the same time, I don't don't mind it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Couple. Couple of things from that Avs game. I just want to touch on shots were thirty-seven twenty-four. It's slightly misleading because I, I believe, if, I, if memory serves me correctly, a ton of those were in the first period for the Avs, where they had three power plays. Um, the rest yeah. of the game, from what I recall, was was pretty even from there on out. Um, Avs out hit the wings, wings out blocked, and out gave away. That's going to be a word now. They out gave away. Yeah, the, out gave away. Yep, out gave away the edge. Eleven to seven. <laughs> One other thing that I just want to mention from that game too, just looking at the the kind of numbers here, you know, because just because I mentioned this guy last uh, last week about you know how important Eric Johnson might have been to the Avs and part of the reason why they struggled so much, and now that he's healthy, how good uh, or how much not terrible the Avs have been compared to last year. He played thirty minutes yeah. in that game. Now, yes, it went to overtime, but still thirty minutes. So you figure what twenty eight and a half in regulation. 29 in regulation. Yeah. That's riding a D man. Yeah. Phrasing, but okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here. The, the loss. I'm mature. No, no, no. <laughs> well, what? What, 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 what? There's nothing jerky about what you just said. It's just crazy how important <laughs> one guy is. I see what you did there. What? Well, no, seriously. Now, what am I missing? What did I, did I just miss, miss something? You know, no. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> we'll move on. All right. It's different when you're not in the room. I don't know. What, 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 you know, yeah. pumping myself up. Crazy how a defenseman plays a lot of minutes. Whatever. Anyway, the only thing. No, that, no, you said, well, well but, uh, let's just, you said that's right in the D. So, you know. Ah. <laughs> there, ah there we go. Ah. All right. <laughs> uh, you know what? We'll, we'll, let's talk about the first period of the Edmonton game because we scored twice. And then we'll just forget the next few periods happened. Yeah, right. How does that sound? You know, Tatar got it going on the power play, which I know made you happy because he's on your fantasy team. Hopefully, you didn't have him sit sitting this week, so that was a good thing. No. Cronwall scored. Yep, Cronwall got got his second out of two game goal streak. Nick Cronwall. Yeah, you know it was two two after uh, after one, and things were looking. It was like this could potentially go pretty well, and then. The rest of the game happened, and the, the Oilers just kind of. So, I actually had to. I was I was at home watching the game, and I had to leave to go to work. When I left, it was two two. Okay. I get, <laughs> I get downtown, and it's not it's not far for me. Like I, I drove because I'm lazy. I could have walked, but I'm lazy, so I drove. Sure. I park the car, get out, walk inside the bar, and it's five two. Yeah, I'm like, what, what, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was it was three goals in less than eight minutes in the second half of the second period, and I mean, honestly, it was pretty. You, you pretty much knew it was done right there. I mean, the total Wings only had 22 shots in the game. Uh, it was just yeah. it was one of those games. It was kind of like 
I don't necessarily know if the effort level, because like I said, I, I kind of, I was with a group of friends and it was on and I, you know, I'd look up and kind of watch and it, after the first period, it didn't feel like the wings had any sustained pressure whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, I mean, you, you look, you look at the, you look at the team this year. I mean, they've only really played what, maybe three bad games this year, you know, with the game against Edmonton being one of them, uh, the game in Buffalo, in Buffalo back in October and then the game, the whole game at home against Vancouver. And you can make the argument, maybe like the last, you know, the third period against Colorado. But I mean, this, this hasn't been the team that's, that, that's gotten blown out. You no. know, this is, this is probably this, this, no, this is the exception to the rule for this team this year. Well, because, and even, you know? even, even the Buffalo game that you mentioned it, you know, I wouldn't mention it as one of their worst. It's just, they, well, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it seemed like both teams were skating in quicksand. It was just one of those games yeah. where you know what it honestly was. It was like that Devils game before the third period. It was just yeah. like la di da. We're two teams. We're playing hockey in the NHL. Up and down we go. Shot here, shot there. I mean, a one nothing game, and it was indicative of a one nothing game. That game against Buffalo back in October, and that and the game against Jersey was just like I'm watching it and I'm like, all right, you're, you're seriously making me rather watch the fifty six to nothing football game right now. The way both of you guys are playing, and then bam, they score to make it three one, and it's like, all right, well here we go. Let's play some hockey. Yeah, and. Yeah, and I, 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 David Booth, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, let let let's let's hold that thought. Let's 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 jump into that Rangers I, I game mean, real fast. Yeah. So so I made the joke uh, with with some buddies of mine Friday, and I said I was like, I'm going to save you guys the trouble of going because because they were like, oh, we we got a lot of stuff we're doing today, but we want to try to catch the Wings game. I'm like, I'll save you the trouble. Wings going to lose two to one in overtime because that's they always lose two to one in overtime to the Rangers in, at Madison Square Garden when Jimmy Howard starts. That's yep. just how it goes. Yep. They're like, oh, come on. I'm like, I'm like the Wings. The Wings will probably even out shoot the Rangers in the game. They're going to lose two to one in overtime. So you don't even have to watch the game. I'm telling you what's going to happen. You know, it's, and and sure as hell. <laughs> I know. Um, there was. I, the- I, I don't. I, I feel like that's Jimmy Howard. Whenever the Wings play the Rangers, Jimmy Howard and Jimmy Howard starts. He plays his butt off, and he only he only gives up one goal in regulation. Yep, and the wings lose. Yep. <laughs> the the only exception was uh, literally what? No, no, that game, like his first start last year. No, that was a two one loss. I thought the wings. Did, yeah. Did the wings win that in overtime, or did they just steal the point to get to overtime? Because I'm, I'm, you know, the game. Uh, it was like game four or five last year. It was the first one that he played. It was at MSG. And I, I seriously think the Rangers almost doubled this up. Shots were like twenty, you know, forty six, yeah. twenty three. You know, I, I, I think, I think they ended up winning. I think they won that game in overtime. But it was a two one game. Actually, won that was two one. Yeah. Yep. So it, it fits your <laughs> like, score. I mean, if nothing else, um, and you got another goal from Tatar, which I'm sure made you happy. Yeah, Tatar had a pretty good. Tatar had a good week. Yeah, yeah. You would <laughs> know himself a good week this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, it's you know that was a game. They, the, the Wings, you know, they outplayed the Raiders for a good chunk of that game. They outplayed them. Uh, Lundqvist looked good though. Henry Lundqvist was Henry Lundqvist. Jimmy Howard didn't, didn't get a ton of pressure, but you know made some good saves when he had to. Kept you know the Wings had every opportunity to win that game. 
Yeah, I think uh, Friday sh- night. Shots ended up, I believe, at 41-31 in favor of the Red Wings. Another game, another power play goal. They were one for four on the man advantage. Uh, also went down and blocked 23 shots, too, which uh, that's just numbers you like to see. You like to see high block totals. Both teams just apparently gave the puck away. There was a, a, a combined 34 <laughs> giveaways in the hockey game. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, here, you take the plug. I don't want it now. Well, yeah. You, it. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I don't even remember how it came up in the broadcast last night, but they talked about apparently Elaine Vigneault had said something after the, the game against the Rangers that, um, you know, he's seen Henrik Lund plus Lundqvist play a lot of really good hockey games, and the game against the Wings might have been one of the best he's ever seen him play. Well, thanks. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I thought, too. I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's wonderful. That's really wonderful. You know, it... Yeah, well, what, 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 is, what is with teams and players deciding to, to save their best games for Detroit? Yeah, thanks, guys. You know, it, I, I, I feel like that's in every sport, though. Yeah. <laughs> Case Keenum. I mean, what, what, Case freaking yeah. Keenum. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean... He, you, you look at you look at the Lions. All the teams, you know, the Saints, the Steelers, the Panthers. They all decided to turn their seasons around against the Lions. Yeah, and, no, you're you know, exactly I don't right. Think the Panthers. I don't, I don't think the Panthers have lo- Saints or Steelers have lost the games as they played the Lions. Uh, wow, you might be. I Carolina. I feel like they lost one, but you're really close. But that's because yeah. they played North. No, they played them before. Damn, that's something to look. I mean, if this wasn't a hockey show, I would go researching the Steelers. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd go researching their schedules to see exactly if that was true. Because my gut tells me you might very well be right. Yeah, I, I feel like those teams haven't lost since they played the Lions, and it's like, ah, oh, this is annoying. Erg, right? <laughs> yeah, but so, I digress. So <laughs> we'll we'll talk a little bit about the game last night. Um, the you're right, the David Booth show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and credit Jeff Blashill. Did I, mean, you, I, I don't know if you noticed, after he, he scored the second goal, he was paired with, with uh, Nyquist and Zetterberg, I think, the next three or four shifts. He, he, he came very close to, to getting a hat trick, right? Like, not long after the second goal. Yes, you are not correct. Yep. He came very close. Yep. And the, he had a couple other opportunities in that game as well. Like, David Booth is back from the dead for at least a period. Yeah, no, after he made that goal, uh, after that second goal, like I said, he was with Zetterberg and Nyquist, and I think on each of the next three shifts, he had a really good chance at getting the hat trick on each of the next three shifts. Yeah, I mean, well, right, 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 the hot, uh, right, the hot hat, right? Absolutely. Hey, I mean, the, I mean they're going in for him. Keep putting him out there. You know, the it's third period starts, 2-1 Devils. Uh, and then, uh, hi, oh, Heiser, Nico, Nico, we're just going to call him Nico. Nico Hersher. Yeah. We took <laughs> a, with that one. just a, just a hell of a pass from Taylor Hall. And then the play that yeah. Nico made in tight was just fantastic. Who beat, I think Mrazek was still in at the time. And at six twelve, it goes three, one devils. And you're thinking, yeah, because again, yeah, the Mar- game Mar- got hurt. Yep. Yeah. I just got hurt and ended up leaving the game. It was after the, it was after the third goal, so yeah. Which, and again, I mean, up to that point, and again, I, I was channel surfing a little bit, but but when I was watching, it was like, wow, this is like bad. <laughs> it just didn't seem like anything. Yeah. 
there was one shift in the second period where I'm like, all right, there we go. And then it was followed up by a commercial break. And then right after that, it was like, okay, well, we're done. <laughs> and, you know, but, you know, they, they got the two-on-one. Matt scores a goal, make it 3-2. And that's just the energy for the team and the building. I mean, yeah. like, it brought every, it brought everyone back, back to life, everyone back from the dead. And it's like, oh, okay, this is – all right, we we can we can maybe do this, and then Booth scores. I mean, you know, they they got those goals. Like, I, you know, I think Hersher scored. It was three one, and then two minutes later, it's a three three game. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. He her uh, Nico scored scored at six twelve. Mantha followed it up with a goal at six fifty, and then the Booth goal was at eight uh, sixteen. Yeah, so, yeah, well, two minutes. Yeah, so yeah, 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 two minutes of action there. Yeah. And it and they and they kept going. I mean, it was pretty entertaining the rest yeah. of the way from there on out. A lot of opportunities, um, and then the, un, the unfortunate, just unfortunate bounce in overtime. Yeah, you know, try, you know, I, I can't remember who the first one was. I think maybe Ouellette maybe tried to make the pass to uh, Tatar breaking out of the zone, hits the skate, bounce right to Gibbon stick, and he's all alone, and he he beats Howard Fivehold and the Devils. What, Get get the win in overtime. Yeah, and and Gibbons actually had made that like he was the one that I think he didn't he blow a tire and that's how Olette got the puck. He had fallen down, yeah. and then like while he was getting up and Olette's trying to outlet to him, it hit. That's when it hit Gibbons, and and he was able to kick it right ahead and just like you said, got to the front of the net and beat Jimmy Fivehole on it. Yeah, and you know, that's that's your game. But I mean, on on the one hand, you look at it you're like, oh, it's. You, they, you know, winless this week, but at the same time, I mean, you know, they, 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 they lost the game against Colorado last Sunday where you, they, you should have won. But I think the argument they got a claim out of the game last night that they probably didn't deserve, right? Right. You know, so it, hockey has a weird way to balance itself out that way sometimes. Yeah, it and it's um, it's also weird how perceptions change. Just like let's say they win and then do lose to the Devils. And your your week is one two and one. Why does that sound kind of a lot better than o three and one, or uh, o one and three? I'm oh, sorry. O one and three. Yeah. It just it's I, it's weird how that works. Yeah, and you know that's an extra point. But you know, you know, again, here we are. They didn't really lose ground on anyone. I mean, they're still floating in that in in the playoffs. Still floating on that playoff spot. We'll see what the Bruins do here tonight against Edmonton. But I mean, they're still floating around in the playoff spot. They're not at the bottom. I think they're they're hanging. I think the wings. I think this is going to be about the spot they're going to be in all year. Yeah. I think they're going to stay two or three points in or out of the playoff spot pretty consistently throughout the season. Well, I mean, we're what five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven games into the month, and there's only been three game three games the train hasn't recorded a point in it. There you go. I mean, three one loss to uh, Ottawa, the six three loss to Calgary, and then the six two loss to Edmonton. So yeah. you know the three losses there. It looks like they've got one, two, three, four, four wins. So four three and a whole bunch of uh, overtime stuff. Four three and four. Yeah. So yeah, four three and four. Yeah, I, I, I think we kind of. That's what this team's going to be this year. Yeah. I feel like that's they're going to float around. They're going to float two to three, maybe four points in a playoff spot. You know, any given week. You know, seeing how it goes. But I think this team, 
this is what they are. Yeah. They're not bad. They're not, they're not great. They're in that middle, which a lot of teams are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look at the standings. Yeah, no, and actually you know, I'm we, we, going to pull those up right now so so we can, because you, you referenced the Bruins, and, and as of right now, I believe the Bruins, and I mean, as it stands at this moment in time, we are actually the third in the third spot in the Atlantic on the NHL.com standings. Right, yeah, and like I said, I think the Bruins, they're, like, what, one point behind us or something like that? Uh, yeah, 24 points. Where did Ottawa go? Oh, Ottawa's down to 22. What happened to them? Did the Duchesne deal not work I, out for them? Yeah, I, I don't know. They had a rough week. They had a rough couple weeks. Yeah, sitting at eight, eight, and six. Yeah, twenty-two points. You know, they're three points behind the wings. Yep, but they also uh, you know, twenty-two games played. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, like you know, that stuff will all. Everything has a tendency to balance itself out eventually. But. Yeah, yeah, no, because I remember us talking about it last year because I think there was a stretch. I don't think we were talking about the Wings. We were talking about a couple of playoff teams and how one team had four games in hand and how that maybe that wasn't that greatest thing in the world because that we were looking at it like the final three or four weeks. I'm like, that means that team's got to play four extra games over the course of a four-week period. So you know there's going to be back-to-backs yeah. in there. There's going to be three and four nights in there. And, you know, how many points are you going to get in those situations? Yeah, and, and the game ahead, game ahead means nothing if you don't win them, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, if you, yeah, if you say, oh, well, you know, we still got three games ahead on these guys. So it doesn't matter if you lose. Right, right. <laughs> you know, if you go 0-2-1, oh, well, no, that, that doesn't help you at all. No, you're exactly right. You um, so... How about this Metro division, though? Yeah. Five points yeah. separating first through sixth. And as of yeah. right now, Pittsburgh's the the team on the outside looking in. How crazy is that? Right, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the, you want to talk about disappointments. I think the Philadelphia Flyers, when we talked this time last week, the Flyers were only five points back. Now they're saying now they're – they only get they they had twenty points this this time last week. All right. They managed to squeak out two points this week. Yep. And just losing ground. You know, the, the Wings had a rough week, but they didn't really the Wings didn't lose ground. The Flyers have lost a ton of ground. Yeah, the Wings were not in that third spot. <laughs> no. So they have they get three out of a possible eight points, and now and again, games in hand being what they are, but they actually did climb up into the into the They'd be in a series with Toronto right now if the playoffs started today, which obviously they don't. Right, obviously, yeah. games in hand, but how great would that be? Yeah, exactly. Although, and, I mean, and you, you, and you mentioned Pittsburgh minus seventeen goal differential for the Penguins. They got rid of that whole goal differential when they lost Antiniemi. That was that's the Antiniemi yeah. factor. It hasn't gotten any closer, even though he's gone. No. But it hasn't gotten any worse. <laughs> I think they were minus seventeen when he left. He's still minus seventeen <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, you and you want to talk about a, I mean, Montreal minus twenty three goal differential for for the Canadians. Yeah, and then Carey Price comes back and gets a shutout last night. So, like, watch, watch them get white hot. And damn it, they're coming to the yeah. Little Caesars this week. Home and home against against the Habitants. The this week the conclude so that's the. Kings Tuesday looks like Montreal Thursday, and then it must be Montreal Sunday because there's nothing here Friday or Saturday. Yep. All right. Oh, it's nothing here Friday or Saturday because the calendar sur- turns to December. <laughs> well, oh, thanks, thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a Saturday night game. Saturday, 
Yeah, yeah. Thir- Thursday, 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 Saturday, Montreal, home and home. So just a three game week with the Kings and a home and home with Montreal. Yeah. All right. Let's get another three points. Yeah. One, one, and one. All right, go for it, right? And and I mean, I you know you, you like to take uh, like two and I, I take two and one. You know, lose if you lose in regulation, I like I take both games against Montreal and in regulation. Uh boy, you're getting greedy. <laughs> I, I I guess that last week I don't I don't mind like like losing the doubles in overtime. That doesn't bother me. Divisional games, you you you, you want to win in regulation. Right? No, you're right. That's it's it's a great point. Kings, by the way, sitting at thirteen, eight, and three on the year. They're second in the Pacific, behind the Las Vegas Knights, Golden Knights, and the Knights have two games in hand on the on the on the Kings. And I again, I understand it's early, but it just put perspective on the fact that the the Golden Knights are up in their division by two points, and they could uh, extend that if they well, do well with their two games in hand. And they still, how about this? They still only have the one home loss. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Scared the little one. <laughs> I, I thought I heard. I thought I heard some patty uh, padding on the back there. Yeah, I scared scared the little one. He's he's drifting off here. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasking. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the Golden Knights had that one home loss. Hmm, who's that to? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it's funny that sitting also right outside in the looking at the West. Uh, Chicago, actually, if the playoffs were to start today, they they're on the outside looking in at the ninth spot. Yeah, and and remember that big, that huge lead the Blues had last week in, in that division. All of a sudden, that lead has shrunk down to four points. Yep. I mean, because I mean, the, the Predators. I mean, you want to talk about home? The Predators are eight one and one at home this year. Yes, they are so far. That's a <laughs> you know, hey, win your home games, right? Yeah. What? Well, Jeff, you know, I said it last week, and then oddly enough, I heard Jeff Lashell say something. You want to go go seven hundred at home and five hundred on the road, and I said it. You want to go two thirds at home and or and and fifty and uh, half on the road. So it's it's right there. And but when you're when you're going eight one and one like Nashville, nine and three like St. Louis, nine and one like Vegas, that's how uh, that's how you end up high in the playoffs instead of looking at the wild card or on the outside trying to get in. Yeah, or, or how about this? Islanders seven zero and two at home. Yeah, that'll help. And and seven to seven on the road. There you go. <laughs> and, and and the Islanders third in their division. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You know. But uh, and, and and then on the, on the opposite of spectrum, Dallas Stars nine two one at home, three eight one on the road. See, you got to get to their fifty percent. That's the problem. They got to they got to get to their fifty. They if they're yeah, at and same thing, same thing. Colorado seven two one at home, four seven and one on the road. I, I, it's just so, crazy that you know hey, there's something to it. Yep, I mean they're right on these these coaches aren't coaches for nothing. How yeah, about this? Right. Yeah, right. Co- Colorado sitting at twenty four points in twenty two games. Uh, that's half their point total in eighty two games last year, right? Then they finished with forty eight. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Colorado yeah. with already with sixty games to play is halfway to their point total from last year. What difference a year makes? I seriously, I I mean, those are the those are the the stats, and I I mean the oddities and the things that you look at that are just like that's unbelievable. Yeah, and you know, it's 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 really it's kind of hard to to harp on it too much because they got a ton of injuries. But looking at the Ducks, 
I mean, they're, they're only three points out of a playoff spot right now, but you, you want to talk about a team struggling. They're six, seven, and two at home. They're at 24 points. A lot of injuries, granted, but they're on the outside looking in right now. That's another team that's, you know, they got, they got some ground to make up. Yeah, but again, and, they, and, and to your point, though, and this is exactly what you said, is too, is they, I mean, they got to be thrilled to be there considering some of the guys that they've lost. You know, I mean, if they're they're right, sitting yeah. it within relative uh, now the famed four points at Thanksgiving, and I know we're a couple of days by Thanksgiving. So in the West, the two wild cards, you know, Vancouver's got twenty six in the second wild card. Anaheim's got twenty four. So yeah, I mean, right there. they are right there. And then in the Pacific Division, well, Calgary with twenty seven. So yeah, but at least yeah, twenty seven with uh, twenty four points. They're within three of of them. So if they can get through this and then health up is what they've lost their their first two line centers and technically, if you were to put them together, their top defensive pair and probably one of the guys on their second pairing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean to be I at mean, that I mean, point. But at the same time, you know they have it's, they're only. A couple points, two points back, but you have Minnesota, Dallas, Chicago, all ahead of them. Right. You know, so it's it, it kind of plays to that point where it's like, and and they and Dallas, they play the same amount of game as Dallas and Minnesota. Chicago has one game ahead over Anaheim, so they're in tight. But I mean, it's not impossible for them to come back. You know. Well, and, and, and I think they and they showed the graphic that last year. Um. Three teams that were in the playoff spot at Thanksgiving missed. Uh, one of those teams being Tampa, but I think that was right around. That, Tampa was right around the same time as everyone started to get started to get get hurt for the Lightning. Right. Uh, I think Dallas was Dallas and L.A. were the other were the other two teams. Well, and that's you know, and and as much as you know, you getting your bodies healthy and getting your bodies going, it's well, look who's in the playoffs. I. I it, or who's sitting in, on the inside right now. So in the central, you know, St. Louis and Nashville are first and third, and you don't expect them to go anywhere, but Winnipeg, I mean, did, did you, when the year started, did you think Winnipeg would be sitting second in their division and plus 11 in goals and have the, have the, be having the year that they're having right now? I mean, I thought they, they probably sit in second in the division after five games. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not a quarter not, of the not, season though. Huh? Not a quarter away the season. No, no, God, no. And, and but, you know they they're getting the goaltending and Cal Connor has come on big for them. Shifley's built built on his his MVP caliber season from a year ago. Uh, Bufflin's healthy and playing well. Trubo's finally playing well, and you know, they're not taking dumb penalties like they took last year. So I mean, this is a team. I don't think the Jets are going anywhere. And and you know what's what, what's funny uh, and noticeable about what you just said is it's not like they went out and signed a whole bunch of players and have a much different roster than what they had last year. And you know they I think they were kind of hoping Kyle Connor would make a big difference last year, and it, as it turns out, it was just calendar was a year late on him. But I know he's been very helpful and instrumental. And then uh, Hellebuck and Ned has been just dynamite for him. I mean, they, they went out. They they signed they signed Dmitry Kulikov from this defenseman was at the Sabres last year, right? And they signed Steve Mason. Well, Steve Mason is right in pine, right? <laughs> and, and Kulikov, he's been, he's been okay. He's not hasn't been the huge difference maker, but you know he's been he's been okay. But you know, outside of that, yeah, it's their own guys. You know, guys that that have been there. Those are the guys that are making a difference for this team. Well, and and you know it's. 
and I and I think I made this point with you. It might have been to a to a group of friends when we were talking, and I I believe we did. We actually we did talk about it last year or last week. Was you know somebody like Kulikov, where maybe he's not. You know, he his job might just be okay. We're gonna you come in and be our third defenseman, which now slides our third defenseman to a fourth defenseman position, which is really where he should be, and then everybody else moves down a spot. So that 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 guy, that piece in the middle, isn't necessarily supposed to do anything, you know, crazy good. He's just supposed to kind of just help balance your defense out a little bit, and that might be the effect that Kulikov's having with those guys. Yeah, you know, it, like I said, he's not doing anything. There's nothing that he's doing that's going to jump out at you, but you know, he's not hurting him. Uh, let's see, plus six, one goal, five assists, six points in twenty-one games played. Not bad yeah, at all for your free go. agent signing. That's- those are perfect numbers for 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 a number three defenseman. Yep. Yeah, I, like I said, he's not hurting him. No, nope. he's, he's not. He's not hurt. He's not hurting you, and that's kind of what you want, right? Yep. Hey, hey, come in, play your game, get a couple points here. We, we don't, you know. And Kulikov's never been a, a big point guy, right? So that's not his style. So hey, he's playing his role. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and honestly, that's all he can ask for. Well, and also Tyler Myers plus uh, or eleven points plus six wasn't it, was it last year or two years ago that Tyler Myers was damn near minus sixty? Oh boy, that was <laughs> I think it was what, two years ago. Yeah, because he was still in Buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that was that was right before the uh, the trade. Which again makes you uh, wonder, maybe that city. You know, you always talk about how Jack Eichel and you know how he can potentially do this, that, or the other thing. You know, but you know he's got to want it, and you, sometimes you don't. You see him, and it doesn't look like he really wants it. And you know, he's still sitting in Buffalo. You get Tyler Myers coming out of Buffalo, where everybody's like, "He should be really good," and now he's in his second year with uh, with Winnipeg, and he's plus six, eleven points, and getting the job done down there for the Jets. He's the, he's finally living up to potential. Everyone saw him. Yeah, but you know what? He's not. He's not in the number one defenseman role. Is it Buffalo that gets the? Is that is it is it Buffalo the number one D? Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo and Truba. Buffalo, top D and then Kula, Then you got Kulikov and Myers probably playing together in the second. Yeah, that that so, is yeah. not a bad top four. There's no doubt about it. That's not no. a bad and a youthful top four. Yeah, and now now it's now one now one of the one of the things you know you know Tyler Myers who's traded from Buffalo for Evander Kane. Vander Kane's having himself one hell of a year at Buffalo, and he's and there's there's rumors that he might end up in Tampa. Oh God, that's a scary thought. <laughs> Could you now? Now I I I called my shot. I said James Neal to Tampa, but I mean you throw a Vander Kane on 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 the opposite wing of of Stamkos and and Kucherov. Okay. <laughs> so so what you're saying well, is. Well, if I'm hearing you Here's right, your Stanley Cup. You're, if, well, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Is what I, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that Evander Kane would be a bit of a step up from uh, Nemestikov. Is that what you're going on record and saying? Yes, that is a bold call, Cotton. That is a bold, bold call by you. No, no disrespect to Nemestikov, but Evander Kane is a hell of a lot. He's a much better player than he is. Yeah, no doubt, and and it's just it's. <laughs> you know? It, it's unbelievable where you know you're going to go through if if something like that happens or 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 the James Neal deal, whatever the, the case may be. If they do get another winger for that top line, you're now looking at Tyler Johnson being your fourth 
fifth best pl- player up front. How, that's 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 ridiculous talent. They they yeah, just that's... they just got to not be the Capitals. They yeah, will literally yeah. have you know four deep on the All Star or four All Star four defensemen that could be All Stars, and what six eight forwards that could be All Stars. I mean that'd be unbelievable. Sorry, take a bite of a cookie. No, yeah, eat up, eat up. <laughs> um, you know, you, and to your point, Jets, because uh, I pulled their numbers up, Shifley, like you said, 11 and 14, 25 points, point per game. Blake Wheeler setting everybody up. He's got 20 assists in 23 games. Line A with 11 yeah. goals. Ellers has got uh, uh, 10 goals. And Kyle Connor, like you said, 6, 6, and 12 in 18 games played. Kyle Connor was part of the CCM line at Michigan. Where yes, all, what was. I think what was it two or were all three up for the Hobie Baker? Uh, Connor, Connor, he should have won the Hobie Baker. Like I, he, yeah, better numbers. He was like everyone. Everyone talked about what Nell Larkin did at Larkin's freshman year at Michigan. Kyle Connor dwarfed he he dwarfed all of Larkin's numbers. Yeah, yeah, he was, he should have won the Hobie Baker, but because there's you know that the Big Ten as a conference and hockey isn't looked at, isn't looked at as as a quality conference as a top conference or anything. Right, they he were didn't get the love that he should have gotten because people were like, oh, the Big Ten is a softer conference. Like, well, they're really not, but okay, right. And it's, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of East Coast uh, bias going on there, and in the world of collegiate hockey, if you play if you play anywhere in the Northeast. They're going to give you more love there. You almost wonder if if the Big Ten would have been better off keeping the CCHA together. Well, uh, uh, I mean, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 there, there's there's a there's a whole lot of politics going on with that too. So right, right. You know, with, with the addition of Penn State and everything, and I mean, I don't. You know. Yeah. No, that's that, fair. That was, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, CCHA was one of your premier conferences. I mean, now, with prior to, he never had – Minnesota was not in the CCHA. Right. And Wisconsin weren't in the CCHA either. But, you know, you bring those two, those two traditional powerhouse right. uh, schools in. Uh, although last time I saw Wisconsin had fallen on hard times. I don't, I don't know if that's still the case, but they were – hey, it's uh, two – years ago or something like that they had like three wins in 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 february or something like they were really yeah. struggling yeah yeah they're falling on hard times in wisconsin recently but going Don't, into it right no you're exactly right kyle connor in 38 games he had 35 goals 36 assists 71 points only six penalty minutes and was plus 34 in 38 games in his one year at michigan Okay, not bad. And then <laughs> no. you want to talk about making strides, and he played 20 games with, with the big club last year with Winnipeg. Two goals, three assists, five points. This year in his 18 games, he's 6-6-12. Six, six, and 12. So he's, seven, he's got seven more points than last year in two less games. And, oh, by the way, we still have ha- more than half of a three-quarters of a season to go. Yeah, so he's still got some time here. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, sorry to hear some background uh Background noise. My my oldest son just returned home. Oh, okay. Well, let well, let's get his thoughts on uh, on the Winnipeg Jets. Wyatt, what do you think about the Winnipeg Jets? The yeah, Jets? Yeah. yeah. What do you think about them? 
Okay. He doesn't. They haven't impressed him yet. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll get back with him at the halfway point of the season and see what he thinks. (laughs) Another twenty games. See see where see where he lands. Yeah. How uh, how shocked are you that the Oilers still only have eighteen points? Um. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Connor's sleeping, buddy. (laughs) My son is asking about my our second son. Yeah. My, My youngest. (laughs) <laughs> I see. This is good. You're, you're getting the family side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in the family involved, right? Yeah, I love um, it. I, I'm not. I, I'm not too shocked with the Oilers because, again, I, a lot of talent up front. Not, not a lot after that. Right. I mean, they they have the ability to go on, to go on these big, these big scoring runs, as we saw here. You know, Wednesday night, but at the same time, they also have they also have nights where they get nothing going. You know, like we saw two weeks ago when the Wings shut them out for nothing. Right, and then, well, they return the favor. <laughs> very, very promptly return the favor. So I, the Oilers that they're. I still feel like last year they they peaked a little too early last year. Okay. And I think they're about two years too early, and the expectations went through the roof. You know, people picking them to win the Stanley Cup this year, like I, that's unrealistic. Right. Same right. thing with Toronto. Like ah, that's unrealistic. Um. But you know, can't I, t- I expect them to be in a couple of years? I expect them to be better. Can they keep the band together? Oh well, yeah, they actually have most of their big guys under contract, don't they? For yeah, for a long period of time now, right? For a little bit, yeah. yeah. They, they got a few more years before you know those, those. I mean, but once again, you know, okay, you got you have McDavid, you have Drysaddle, you have Talbot, uh, Darnell Nurse. He's gonna he's gonna be up. To, he's RFA this year, but I'm sure they'll work out a deal with him. But. You know, in two three years, you got some other decisions to make. And I think Nugent Hopkins is probably going to be the odd man out in that. But they got to um, I mean, they were banned for so long. There's still got to be one or two f- number one overall picks down there for them to be bringing up and replace them, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I mean, I have some work to do. Yeah. Yeah, with 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 their blue line. Yeah, I, it's that's that's exactly what I. Uh, that's exactly. I mean, that's where a lot of these teams that are are very good up front, where a team like Edmonton, how they're going to end up struggling is is that who's playing the big minutes defensively for them down the stretch, and they're you know, and I and again, I I made this point last week about the Wings. How badly would they, or how much? Excuse me, how much better would they be if they had a a certified. 30 minute a night, grade eight defenseman and slit, slit everybody down a spot on their roster. Oh, it, world's better. I, I mean, I think that that's, and again, I, I, I know that's almost a, a borderline captain obvious statement, but I just, there are certain teams that I think really could use it more than anybody else. And they, uh, they are one of them. Well, looking at their roster, they are going to have some tough decisions to make because they get, uh, so obviously McDavid and Drysaddle, Lucic and Hop. Actually, Nugent Hopkins has got six million for the next three, but they have four RFAs in uh, Pinkerin, uh, 
Pool. Oh God, what are these names? They're killing me. Coagula. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sleepshevev and Strom are their restricteds, and unrestricteds are going to be Camilleri, Maroon, and Latestu. Ooh boy. Yeah. No real big names here, but you know that's your death. Exactly. No, you're exactly right. If if you lose if you lose half of them, you're going to need to recreate your third and fourth line. And then, as you said, yeah. uh, Dar- uh, Darnell Nurse will be in R- RFA. Matt Benning will be in RFA. And then uh, Ovitu will be uh, unrestricted at the end of this year for the Oilers. Yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, the Oilers, that's, again, that's a change that... I mean, if Ken Talbot continues to be... I mean, he, he's he's had a rough he's had a rough go at it. The last uh, this season hasn't hasn't been able to uh, play at the level that he played last year, and part of that probably is because uh, you know they're not as good defensively. I don't have Talbot's numbers in front of me to really look and see if that is the case. I got you right here, sir. I knew this this was where this was going. So last year goals against average of two three nine. This year goals against average of three one three. Last year save percentage of point nine one nine. This year point nine oh one. So okay, yeah. So he's not helping himself. No, seven <laughs> shutouts last year. Uh, only one so far this year. And he okay. It, it's probably not a workload issue because he uh, started seventy three games last year for the Oilers. So yeah. I mean it's you know unless that seventy three uh, start season is wearing on him already this year, I mean playing twenty game twenty to twenty eight games really is nothing new for him uh, based on last year's numbers. Right. Yeah. So I mean I, I mean I like I said I I think last year was kind of a mirage for the Oilers because I just I feel like they they peaked a little bit last year they. They overachieved a bit, and and therefore expectations went up. As that's what happens when expectations go up, not down. Right. So I mean, I, you know, <laughs> or you know, may, maybe they're they're believing their own hype. They're listening to their you know their their, their reading their own news clippings. You know. Well, and the other thing, I, I don't know. I mean, sure, the Stanley Cup champions always going to have their. The you know the the bullseye on their back and the you know the they're gonna get the best from everybody every night, but I you know when you got guys like McDavid and Austin and or I should say uh, Austin Matthews, that tends to I think put add a bullet uh, a bullseye and a and a target to your team too where you don't want to be shown up by them you don't want to be on the highlight reel so you internally you're gonna you're gonna step yourself up a little bit and they may just be facing. You know, not that people didn't know how good McDavid was last year, but you know, after now, you know, the good year, and then they 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 make a, a bit of noise in the playoffs and show their medal a little bit. Maybe they're just getting having to deal with some bullseye uh, on their back now. Yeah, I mean that that is that is definitely that is definitely a legitimate thing. You know, teams stepping up and going, all right, hey, look, we're 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 going against these guys. We're we're not going to let you beat us. You know, we're not going to be. We're not going to be a stepping stone, you know. Right. He's Connor McDavis. I mean, he's MVP, last year's MVP. Right. 
you know? And so, so yeah, I mean, that, that, that does play a part of it. You know, I mean, teams do get up for the competition. You know, it, it's, it's, it's like you said, part, with exception, with exception of Coyotes. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> Although what, they had a three game winning streak. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. They, in Canada. Of <laughs> they, they, Mar- yeah. Mars, Mars. Just march through uh, Eastern Canada, huh? Uh, seriously, Montreal, uh, Ottawa, Toronto. What What are the odds? <laughs> I mean that that is weird on so many levels because it, normally traveling. Well, maybe that's what it was. Maybe the, the travel getting out of Arizona. That's just the weirdest, yeah. weirdest sort of I mean, run to be on. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say they're they have an atrocious home record, but they just have an atrocious record. Period. Right. So. Right. Right. <laughs> Although, right, based on their success on the road now, it's it is it's atrocious even in comparison to their own road record. Yeah. So I mean, I you know I who knows it's it, it's hockey's weird sometimes. Oh yes, in <laughs> the understatement of the day. I just I just got this little piece of non hockey breaking news that I'm going to share with you since we were talking about it earlier. Um, okay. Uh, Wilton Spate going to transfer out of the Michigan program. Oh. Well, I mean, Peters and they have uh, McCaffrey coming in next year. They have a couple quarterback recruits coming in next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you'd think. The only the reason why it surprised me, you won the job last year. Why not think that you know you could go out and do it again? Although considering how bad you were when you played, maybe that's exactly why that you realized. Yeah, ah, yeah. I think Peters may very well just gonna stake this from me anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not gonna play here each year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stolen that. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, 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 well that way you. It's kind of like quitting before you get fired, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Re- retiring <laughs> you before you're unsigned. Right. <laughs> you can't fire me because I quit. Exactly. <laughs> so that's that's a really good way of putting it. That's exactly what it is. Oh man, um, where do you want to go here? What'd you say? Where do you want to go from here? It's you're the captain of the ship, man. This is this your ship. You're running it. Oh, okay. Awesome. Good. Uh, let, well, you know what that I want to do? I want to take a break so I can figure out where we're going to go from here. Okay, we can take a break. All right, so... And we can talk amongst ourselves. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I actually... So if I turn off my mic here, here you can you can teach me how this works. If I turn off the mics, is then will I hear you and then nobody else will? We, right, yep. Okay. You, you just hit that little mic live button yep. and shut it off. Yeah, we can still talk and you'll hear me. Okay, but the but 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 the people won't. And that's we just want to keep the people. The people out won't. Here. Yes. All the right. people won't. Yes. All right, people. So Walt and I are going to talk. <laughs> You're going to listen to a couple of good tunes, and then we're going to come back in just a few moments. All right. All right sounds good. All right. All righty, folks. Welcome back inside the box. Thomas is here along with Walt on the Skype hi- hotline. Walt, thanks for calling in here, buddy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna miss it. <laughs> well, you, not gonna miss. It. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, second half of the show, uh, we're through one quarter of the hockey season. Let, let's talk trophies. Let's All give right. out some trophies. hardware. Um. Yeah. Here's the. I'm. I'll pull up some things here. Um. Well, you. Which Which one do you want to start? You want to start? Um. Saturday? The Stanley go... Cup. Who's gonna win the oh, Stanley, Stanley Cup? Cup. Oh, uh, Tampa. 
<laughs> so, I mean, at the quarter pole, I think that's a great call. Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, you know what? Tampa Walt, Tampa Thomas. Uh, until I see something different, let's just go with that, which also means that that's who our president trophy is going to be. Uh, yeah, I, I, Tampa's been my pick since, since the beginning of the season. So. To, to be 100% <laughs> fair with the audience, anybody that's new, they absolutely have been your pick since the, the beginning of the season. You have not strayed from that at all. Yeah, I, I can't. I know. I'm, I, in, I'm in. I love the consistency. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to who mine was because I honestly don't even remember at this point. All right, but they got to play somebody to beat the Stanley, to, to, to win the Stanley Cup. Who do you like coming out of the West to play them? I think we all know who I like, but it's a matter of who I'm going to pick, right? You're exactly right. You're <laughs> picking this with your head, not with your heart. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be super lame here. St. Louis. Hey, it's it's not. Listen, when you're a quarter of the way in, you're asked to look at what's happened and what's going to happen. Yeah. While they've been the best team in the West. So, you know what? It's not crazy. Not crazy and, at all. And I kind of. I can't, and I kind of felt beginning of the year, I, I felt like St. Louis was was going to make some noise this season as well because, you know, they got a they got a shot of I don't know what they got Ken Hitchcock out of there and all of a sudden the team is playing, everyone's motivated to play right, you know and I mean they traded they traded away what Shad Kirk like their best or second best defenseman you want to say and like they they haven't missed a step. Well, I mean I trade Shad and Kirk. I, I made that point last year as they were going through the playoffs. I'm like, how do you 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 let your captain go sign in Boston during the offseason? You trade at least one of your top three. I don't think anybody's going to argue that he's a top three defenseman on that team. And you're actually getting better and, and going deep in, deeper into the playoffs than you normally do? It was unbelievable. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's you know, so, hey, it, whatever, yeah, it worked for him. How about this? Okay. <laughs> I'll take your heart pick, and I think it's going to, I'm going to take the Predators. Oh, okay. Because you know what? I, I think they've got one more move coming at the deadline. And I think that they're getting deep, and they're going to only get healthier with Ryan Ellis coming back. And I think that you're yeah. going to see them just get white hot, and I think they're going to see them get on a run with their the glowing question mark being Pika Rene, just like it was last year. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of why I'm. I, I I'm not picking him. I don't I don't trust. I don't trust him. You I don't get, trust him. He had he 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 did what he did last year and that's about where as good as it's gonna get, huh? I yeah. Like no disrespect to the guy, but yeah, I No, that's fair. Yeah, I don't I, trust him. I got it. I got you. I, I you know, I mean, you know, in the perfect world it would be Detroit National and Seneca final, right? <laughs> you know, and, and it and it, and, it, and it will go 13 games. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun. Let's keep going. I wouldn't mind it. Win, right? <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't think I would have reminded a best of nine between Pittsburgh and Nashville last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, w- I thoroughly enjoyed that series. I had no, I wouldn't have minded that going to f- uh, best out of nine. Are you kidding me? Right. Yeah, so yeah, it's a perfect world, but we can't get it. we can't all get what we want, right? Yeah, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. All right. Anyway, ah, there we go. All right. Well, I mean, the great lyricist up I, there. I, I, I set that one up on a team. You, you did, and I, I never failed to to miss the the can't always get what you want Rolling Stones reference whenever I hear it. So, oh, so there that take go. let let's go to the heart. All right. Um. What do you, who do you like? 
got to be Stamkos, right? <laughs> See, here's the right thing. At this point right now. I, I don't I think I think the Lightning are going to run into a situation where how can you say it's Stamkos and not Kucherov and how can you say it's Kucherov and not Stamkos? I think they, they, there's yeah. two guys that are going to end up kind of weeding each other out and they're going to end up stealing taking votes yeah. from each other and it's going to end up being a non-Lightning player. I mean I I then right now Johnny Gaudreau because you take him off the Calgary Flames, what are they? Yeah, got thirty four points. You know he's only two back of Stamkos. You know eleven goals, twenty three assists. I mean, it, I'm it, yeah. I, I it's you know it's and and you know went one for the little guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. So you're going to give your heart trophy to to, to Calgary. I mean, do you want? If you want, you can leave it at Stamkos. I'm yeah, just saying, no, no, because okay. So here's it. So Calgary Flames they've scored 69 goals this season. Yeah, the draw has 34 points. <laughs> so he's still almost at that 50. percent He's one point <laughs> under being a part of by half himself. of their goals. That's unbelievable. By himself, yeah, by himself. You know, and you no, know, the Lightning they scored 86 goals and. You know, Stankos, Kucherov, 36 points to Stankos, 34 points to Kucherov. Right. Yeah. It's, but that's, that's what. But when you get, when you get two like, players, like, it's. So 70 points between those guys? Yep. But. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're on the same line. Right. So, I mean, you know, yeah. Tampa probably, I mean, not every one of the goals has been Stamkos, Kucherov, Kucherov, Stamkos. But, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're looking at a point where at least, let's say, I don't know. It, it, I can't even. I can't even guess. But the moral of the story is Tampa's getting other people's scoring. It's not fifty percent of their scoring isn't coming from these two guys. Right. Yeah. And you know, you, you look at it. There's. Hang on. I'm going to pull it up here. Sure. Uh, yeah. So Calgary's next leading scorer is is Gaudreau's line mate Sean Monahan, who has 26 points. <laughs> so that's you know that's almost a 10 point difference between line mates. Yeah. That should that should really tell you something to be sure. Um, I'm going to go with a very unpopular pick and I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm no nope. <laughs> with that. Oh. That's not a bad one either. That's not a bad one either, but I think that they're going to be too far behind to, cause if he got white hot and he carried them into the playoffs, I think, he, I think that would be it, but I'm actually going to use that logic with somebody else. And I think it's going to end up going to Crosby because I think he's going to end up getting oh. hot and single-handedly carrying the Penguins into the playoffs down the stretch. Well, well, if Crosby just gets hot for an extended stretch of time, they're going to hear about how he's the best player in the game. There's no yeah, question because that's just how that goes, right? Yep. It's just oh, look, look, look at how great Crosby is. Like that's how it is, right? That's right. just how, it, how how it's always going to be. You know, he's going to get if you know he got praise for his his great faceoff ability. In the Stanley Cup Finals last year, right, fifty-one percent, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But and, and that's the thing; they we, will chill on that, they, you know, and didn't score a goal in the final. You know, I mean, for the Subban and Ekholm did a hell of a job shutting him down for the most part in that Cup Final last year. People forget that, yeah, you know. Crosby was was pretty much a non-factor for a lot, a lot of the Cup Final, yeah. But, no, you know, he's still won the heart. Still, still won the contest for some reason, you know. Well, the con- I, I, you know what? <laughs> that's a that's a popularity contest. Who are we could come on now. You know, you know, Matt Murray didn't do anything to deserve that. No, come on, <laughs> talking you know, crazy. Uh, 
What are you doing? What are you doing here? Come I mean, on. if anything, Pekka Rene should have got the Cosmi I... for, for, for the Penguin. Uh, well, oh. That's... For, for, for that, that, that great game one and two performance he had. I mean, yeah. honestly, I, that's, I mean. Two saves, Bob. Two saves. <laughs> Made two saves. 30 sa- <laughs> three bad minutes. We talked about it all, all the shows we did around the cup finals. They had three bad minutes in game one. They had three bad minutes in game two and went, went home down 0 2 as a result. They were the better team the other 45 minutes, or 40, 54 minutes. They had two bad stretches, and the puck went in the net three times each of the bad three minutes. Yeah, it's like, buddy, we, we, 17 shots on goal. Can you make more than four saves? Please. Can you make, can you make an extra save? Seriously, please. That's all we're asking. <laughs> Although he was lights out, to his credit, in the time back home. Yeah, yeah, he was. But, but it's those, was it too it's little? It was just too little too late. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move along. I'll, I'll, I'm, Go ahead. I, I forgive the game two. Game one is just like, dude, come on. You didn't see a shot. This team basically kept, kept the puck from you for a period. No, you're exactly right. <laughs> you're you're oh, you're on. exactly right. Pick your team up, buddy. Pick them up. And and, and I think you're still yeah. clearly bothered by it too. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so. I, w- I was going to mention this, and then we start talking about that. Good. Yeah. Huh. Well, get off topic. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I'm. I'm just back, back to. So I'm going to stick with my my pick for control with the, for the Hart Trophy at this point in the season. Okay. Because looking at it again, say 34 points. Monahan has 26 points. No one else has 20 points on the Flames. And and you ask a an above average hockey fan to name. Four more Calgary Flames. How about four oh, more Calgary Flames yeah. forwards? Because the defense is, in, is 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 got some names, but four more Calgary Flames forwards and see how many can do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean I can, but yeah. well, of course, right? No, 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 I can't too. Uh, just not going to do it right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, well, you're right. Shaw, Furlan, Froelich, Versteeg. Look at you, just a machine. Yeah, I would have got there. Well, that's three. I'm. At 3M line, uh, Matthew Kachuk, um, uh, Marty Froelich, and um, uh, Michael Backlund. That's what they call him, the 3M line, because everyone's first name starts with an M. Oh, I was one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, would yeah. that be, what is that? Is that you, are they were, completely useless information no, on, my, on my end? But, that's you know. exactly what we're here for. <laughs> I mean, don't let's not lie to people. That's exactly what we're here for. Who did you? Yeah, uh, I, I, I know. I know everyone's here here for. You you come you in a box your Calgary Flame talk. I mean, right, I, that's that you you're going to hear a little bit of something different every week. That's what we do here. Who uh, is that? Their second line is that who they're rolling with? Their second line, and then Goudreau's with with Monahan oh, on the fir- on the top. Goudreau, Monahan, and uh, Furlan. Yep. And then Bennett is he and, still centering and, their third line? Yep, with Yager and uh, Versteeg. Okay. I'm switching guys out. I, I just accidentally named four. I'm good. I, I I just got Bennett. Oh, nailed it. I got Monahan. I got Goudreau. I mean, I've got some of the obvious ones, but you took the three the three M line. So I mean, <laughs> what was I gonna do? <laughs> you forgot. You forgot about Yager. I did you forget about Yager, though. Actually, I did. <laughs> I absolutely one hundred percent forgot about Yager. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I totally forgot about Yager. Um. All right. So, all right, so all right, Norris. Yes. Norris Trophy. Let's see here. I'm looking at things. 
You know, normally the Norris has a weird habit of being the best defenseman on the best team. Doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like more often than not, it's the, it's the best defenseman on the best team? If that was the case, Mishram would have 10 Norris trophies. Yeah, that's true. You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, who do I like? You, you know who I like right now? I'm going to go off. Again, I think this is, I don't, I think he, he, looking at his numbers, I think he should be in the conversation, and I don't know if he is. But I'm going to go with Alex okay. Peter Angelo of the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Peter Angelo, he, he, he is what a lot of people have really been talking him up this year. Actually, okay, so. good. Yeah, good. You know, he's, yeah, you're, 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 you're not off base with that one. Well, I you're mean, not too off base with that one. We're, I'm looking at a guy, 24 games, 20 points. Uh, so yeah. uh, let's see what else does they, he got here. And they, they like the offense from the defenseman yep. for the Norris Trophy. I don't, and it's like I thought it was for best defense. Whatever, I don't. Okay, playing. I won't. I, I, I won't. <laughs> let it relax. I, I, can, I, won't, I won't. I won't go on my tangent. I know. Relax. It's fine. It's fine. Relax. <laughs> He's also got uh, two goals on the power play, a shooting percentage of just under ten, which for a defenseman is outstanding because that means he's taking the shot. With 77 shots, so he's got a high amount of shots, but yeah. a lot of them are finding the back of the net, and he plays almost 26 minutes a night. So I'm going I'm to say that yeah. St. Louis and, and Peter Angelo is going to get 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 it this year. Peter Angelo, all right, yeah, all right. Uh, PK Subban, not joking. <laughs> Although he's not. Yeah, it's never a terrible call. There's no reason to think that that's a bad call. Yeah, yeah. I, but you know, again, I'm trying. I'm not try, I'm trying to go away from my heart. So. Uh, uh, Mike Green is my pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We're hanging up on you. And when, when the real Walt's ready to contribute to the show, please come on back. Oh, come on. I can go to the police slap and say Harrison. Oh, uh, no. That, well, see, because now we, now we know you're just being ridiculous. Just being silly. Yes, yeah. That's just crazy um, talk. Um, but but like I'm I'm torn between Hedman and Subban legitimately. Like Hedman, Subban, Petrangelo. Those three guys, I don't think you'll wrong with either one of them. I got gotcha. you. Know, with how how good each of them are, and how much how much both of those guys mean to their team. I mean, especially in, like, you look at Nashville. You know, with Ellis going down, Subban has kind of taken taken over that role. He and Ekholm have just been unbelievable this this season. Um, Ekholm just he had, he just had a four game goal streak snap. Um, Victor Hedman anchors that blue line in Tampa. You know. With, with with some uh, with some lame defenseman named Mikhail Sergachev who wasn't good enough to in Montreal, but you I, know whatever. I was worried you weren't going to be able to get that in. I was there was a part of me that was really worried that you weren't going to get that in because you weren't in studio. I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear that you still were able to find a way. Oh yeah, I mean in a, in a perfect in a come on, in, in a perfect world, the, the Norris finals would be Subban, McDonough, and and Sergachev. <laughs> and I would just have a field day. <laughs> Oh man, uh, uh, Walt's yeah. Walt's disdain for the La Habitant de Canadien, fantastique. Uh, yeah, they that. Also, more. I I just something just popped up about Montreal. We'll, we'll, we can hit that in a little bit here. Okay, but um, but and and Petrangelo, he he you know he anchors that blue line in, in St. Louis. You ship out Shattenkirk and. You all of a sudden, Petrangelo was. I felt like he was probably able. It allowed him to be, you know, better. You know, actually expand upon his game a bit more. So, you know, I'm just gonna. I'll be slap. I'll go see Ben right now. I'll say PK right okay. now. You know, and just just because I I've got it sorted here uh, by actually minutes played. Would you believe that he's that he's the lowest 
of the of the four of the of the big three. Oh, PK is. Yeah, it looks like Yossi's playing twenty five eighteen. Yep. Ekholm is playing twenty four fifty six, and Subban's playing twenty four four. Oh God, it's not even a minute apart. Never mind. That's dumb stats. <laughs> it's forty second difference between the top three. Next, <laughs> just another so, name. I, I think. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I think uh, Ekholm and Yossi. I think they just go out and play the entire two minute penalty kill. I'm convinced <laughs> of it. <laughs> they very well might. Like, you can't like. There's nothing you 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 can show me game tape of of two other defensemen on the ice, and I'm gonna claim I'm gonna tell you it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's no what the, what it is. It's it's the final 15 seconds after the clear when they're coming off. <laughs> They get the final yeah, clear with 15 yeah. seconds left, and then they get the change. And so technically there's guys <laughs> killing penalties, air-quoting that all the way. Yeah, well, like, I, I, feel, I feel like that's what, like, watching their games in the penalty kill, it's Ekholm, Yossi, and then whatever forwards. They rotate. They, the forwards change. I don't see the, I don't see the <laughs> change at all. And listen, I know that you watch enough Predator hockey to know that that's probably the truth. And, and, and then on the power play, it's Subban and Ekholm on the blue line, and that's it. And they don't move, <laughs> which is really they, saying they, something because so many teams go to the four forwards now. So if you have two defensemen back there, that tells you how good your two defensemen playing for or playing yeah. there are. Um, cup a couple of names here, just as a as I look over some of the tops that might be worth mentioning, and I and I'm pretty much looking at the plus only guys. I feel like if you're a minus and a okay. defenseman, you probably aren't going to end up winning the Conn Smythe. Maybe I'm crazy on that. Yeah. I don't. I don't have any facts to back that up. It's just how I feel. Uh, Drew Doughty's got 16 points, 24 games played, second in minutes, and he is a plus six. There's, yeah. there's I'm no Drew sure, Doughty. Yeah. There's no chance that Good Eric doubt, Johnson's going to win it, but he is playing 26 and a half minutes a night, plus seven with nine points on the year. And let's see, we mentioned Peter Angelo, Hedman got mentioned, Yossi. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the top. Ekholm also uh, a plus plus defenseman. Uh, yeah, but yeah, um, pretty much just a good an, another guy. Who, another guy who could potentially emerge is uh, Zacharowski in Columbus. He could he could emerge emerge as a as a dark horse candidate. He's having himself help having himself a whale of a year down in Columbus. So you know, hey, we got what, six goals, twelve points, plus seven. What's his time on ice? Making everything count. Uh, I'm gonna pull that up. Time on ice, average time on ice, twenty-two minutes. Okay. Twenty-two minutes a night. So not not the highest, but no. But if you're getting that much offensive production and <laughs> staying that in a plus with that kind yeah. of, I mean, that's that means that you're doing good stuff out there, right? Yeah, yeah. You're you're handling you're handling pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, We'll say that you're you're doing your job exactly, exactly. So, All right. for, um, I mean, do you, do you want to go meaningless trophies now, or or do you want to? Oh well, I was going to go Calder uh, now. Oh, oh okay. okay, okay. Well, I think Calder, uh, Clayton Keller. Do you think they'd give it to somebody on a team that's still ter- that's still terrible? I well, being the Vesna or the Calder, I guess that would make sense. The Calder, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they really matter. do care he, less about the, the team. Rookie. Yeah, he, he he's the best rookie. Like, there's there's no doubt about that in my mind. I mean, Her, Herscher's having himself a pretty good year, so he might be a finalist. But I think it's 
it's it's Keller. I'm going to go off the board and I'm going to mark this name down. I and it may be just because it's what my eyes saw last, but I'm actually going to put down Will Butcher. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. He's 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 okay. <laughs> and, and 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 you know what? And even though you know, I I mentioned the thing about the records. I think that if if New Jersey stays up there, they're gonna look and see. Okay, well, what's the difference? And yeah, Nico's definitely one of it, and Butcher's there too. And I I, I they could very well kind of have my my lightning MVP philosophy and steal votes from each other. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna put down Will Butcher just because you know that that college free agent. Signed by the Devils, Devils team that was one of the worst in the NHL, and now look at them. You know they're what are they yeah. twelve five and four, and and they they're getting Division good leaders. yeah, and they're getting good support or good good leadership from their their point uh, their their rookies, and and just because I think her uh, Nico's one of the the more under is going to be the non dark horse. I'm going to go with the dark horse and say the the defenseman butcher. Okay, All right. I respect that. Yeah, um, I'm sticking with Keller though. Oh uh, no, but yeah, it's not a not a bad play at all. All right, now we'll go Vesna. All right, Vesna. Um, it's hard to pick anyone but Bobrovsky right now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Crawford's got good numbers. Kadobin's been been really good. Um, Jones has been pretty solid. Vasilevsky's been real good. Connor Hellebuck's been really good. Luongo. You know, he got unfortunately got hurt, but he was playing pretty well until he got hurt. Right. Uh, quick, quick looks like he's he's re- re- rebounding nicely from from last season. But I mean, it's I mean, when you, you got a guy who's played 19 games, got a 191 goals against and a 9.36 a percentage. I mean, it's with three shutouts. Yeah, it makes it real tough to go elsewhere, I, doesn't I, it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> everyone else has good numbers, but it's just like it's, I can't. I can't agree with and say, yeah, well, you know, the brother, but yo, Martin, you know, <laughs> man, it, it, you know, <laughs> I bet you there's there's a lot of teams that would love to have a goalie like Bobrovsky on their team, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> Yeah, that's some, some team sitting in last place in the uh, in, in the Metro would love to have Rossi on the team. But you know, there, you, there's also got to be something <laughs> to the fact that may, you, maybe you just you know wrong place, wrong time. One bad year. <laughs> okay. Been one of them a, a year after being traded. Yeah, almost to the day. Well, all right. I mean, that as factually accurate as that is. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing. You're right. I got I got nothing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty yeah, much it. I, I, yeah, I have a hard time saying anyone but Bobrovsky even that. Um, how? Uh, oh wow, it took a hit. Uh no, that's about right. How great would it be to see? Uh, you know, uh, hang on. I, I want to. I want to make sure I'm not making this up before I say this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Bobrovsky and Kidobin, yeah, no, okay, he's a waist down. I figured Jimmy Howard would be higher than what he was in, in save percentage. Well, he's twenty first in the league, and, and that includes like guys that have only played a game or two in there too. So the, the definite backups. So that's not terrible. Yeah, it's one. Hang on. He's eleventh. 
for for goalies who started uh, eight games or more. It's not bad. He's eleventh, which is yeah. what we needed. That yeah, no, I. But to your point, no, you're right. I mean, you got like you said, you got somebody who's nineteen games in and still hasn't give doesn't give up two goals a game, a save percentage of nine three five. I mean, come on. I, 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 like I, you're going to every game. You're, you're going to every game. Going all right. We get two. We're probably going to win. Yeah. I, that's <laughs> that absolutely is a thought process, isn't it? Yeah, and and Columbus, unlike uh, certain other teams, that they actually are a good team. Mm. You they, know, they they're pretty solid all around. They're not just built on their goaltending. Don't they have to absolutely be prime? Do you think? Do you think uh, Tortorella says a prayer every night? Just don't let us face Pittsburgh in round one. <laughs> I'm, I mean, isn't that just got to be well, like their little chant? Although maybe they want Pittsburgh now. I don't know, but. Well, I, I I had the honor of meeting a few few, few of those guys who played for the Blue Jackets during the uh, summer, and I had a had a nice long chat with Brandon Dubinsky as we had a few. Uh, we'll, we'll call them uh, Pepsi's. Nice, nice. <laughs> and uh, and he absolutely hates Pittsburgh. He absolutely <laughs> wants to play Pittsburgh again. <laughs> well. I mean, it's like all those guys, they hate the Penguins. Like, it's, yeah. I mean. To the point where I, I, I'm almost a Blue Jacket fan. Well, well listen. Just for meeting those guys. You know, we said that the Metro was close, but I don't know if we went, literally went, New Jersey first, 32. Columbus second, 31. Islanders third, 30th. Washington fourth, 29. Rangers fifth, 28. And Pittsburgh sixth at twenty seven points. I mean, they are literally one point away through the top six in that Metro Division. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's tight. <laughs> yeah, you and you look at what they're you look at what they're doing. I mean, they they made they made some, they made some move in the off season uh, trade style for Panarin. Right. And. It, that it rose my eyebrows. A lot of people are kind of, mm, I don't know about that deal, but you know, right? <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, I'm just going to pull pull up their stats. So I already mentioned Wawinski and the year he's having. Uh, Seth Jones is their their, their other top D, having he's doing pretty well this year. Yep. You know, pretty you know one, one of those one of those guys who used to be a He's an elite defenseman, so of course he used to be a, a predator. Of course he's a predator draft pick. <laughs> yep. Um, it, and, you know, just looking at him, I mean, it's the 66 goals for, 54 goals against. Uh, the power play needs some work. Yes. A lot of work. 9.7 ah. years. So, so maybe fix the power play, guys, and uh, you'll be... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, the the score the scoring is pretty spread out though. Um, no one, no one's more than tw- no one with more than fifteen points. But you got quite a few guys. Let's see, a- Anderson leading the way with eight goals. Atkinson, Wawinski with six. Bjorkstad and uh, Milano with five. And Panarin has five. Plano four. Calvert, Jenner, Jones three. You know, not, they're 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 not gonna wow you with any offense, right? I, I think it's yeah, more they're, they're not going to wire in the names of the offense. 
guys that yeah they're not gonna allow you period <laughs> <laughs> you know they're you know the, the senators and the senators uh, they just beat the senators uh the blue jackets they're, they're, they're just a team they're they 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 do they play their game they handle their business there's nothing exciting about them much like the senators were last year right they're right. boring as all hell but they were literally a, sh- a shot away from going to the Santa Cup final. Right. <laughs> yeah. So hey, you're born. You're born and you win. No one's complaining, right? Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Fifteen, seven, and one on the year. That ain't no, bad. So, eh. <laughs> boring hockey. I mean, who cares? Yeah. It seems like the well, <laughs> with the exception of Ottawa, f- kind of free falling a little bit here. Normally, that uh, the teams that are playing the boring hockey <laughs> seems to be also the best teams in hockey. They usually win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that's I mean, exactly it. I mean, remember, remember those exciting Devils teams uh, yeah. in the 90s and early 2000s? That, that's one of the things. Honestly, though, that's one of those damn things that makes me so angry is because I don't want to take anything away from Martin Brodeur. So don't, don't, don't mis- mistake that. But he had Stevens and Niedermeyer in front of him, and yet Osgood gets the, oh, I was all the defensemen. Well, what are you doing? What are we doing here? Are are we saying that Stevens and Niedermeyer are terrible? Is, is that really what we're saying? Because what two thirds or if not more seventy five percent of Berdeur's career in New Jersey, he had Scott Stevens and, and Scott Niedermeyer right in front of him the whole time. Yeah, and and they just played a suffocating game where you there was just no offense period allowed yep. to be had. <laughs> I mean that was that 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 was the system that played really well. It worked out for him. God, yeah, they were just such, such boring, boring games. God, you're right. Yep, <laughs> you're right. I, but I, they won, so that's all that matters. At the end of the day, they'll tell you that I'm yeah. sure. So I just, I literally just finally got to the navigation of their uh, Columbus's stats, and you're right. I mean, this uh, is this is you wouldn't expect a team with fifth what 15 wins in their first 23 games to only have their highest point getter to beef only have 15 points. Yeah, right. It's you know, it's like, I don't know. Right. But, you know, again, hey, that that's they play. I mean, we, we saw them here, right? You know, we lost the Wings lost in a shootout to them, right? Right. So, I mean, it's there's they're not an they're not a team that you're going to go. Oh, Blue Jackets are on. Let's turn this game on. Although, and you know what else? <laughs> I I just sorted by penalty minutes. The the player with the most penalty minutes on their team has 13 penalty minutes. Discipline. Wow, <laughs> that is. That's a. I'd have to go through the. I I couldn't imagine there's anybody else in the NHL that's even close to that. I I, I just could not imagine that somebody's. There's a lot of other teams whose leading penalty getter has under fifth has, averages less than a, a a minute per game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, well, the wings are no longer in that running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first of all, Dylan the Trip Larkin would would be is probably over the, a point a minute per game, and then yeah, I think Witka- <laughs> I think Witkowski's probably there yeah. too. Well, yeah. Uh, well, your leading penalty minute, uh, your penalty minute leader for the season is Eric Dorsett. He has seventy four pens. He's played twenty games, huh? <laughs> so somehow averages fifteen minutes of ice time though. I don't know how. Because <laughs> he gets in fights in the final five minutes after he's played his 15 minutes? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, that's the only way that makes sense. Yeah. 
No, yeah, uh, exactly right. Co- yeah, Cody McLeod. So Cody McLeod from Nashville. He's uh, number number two with sixty seven, but he averages six minutes of ice time. Six minutes forty eight minutes of ice time. <laughs> that makes sense. Exactly. That's <laughs> Ryan Reeves has has sixty six times. He averages just under seven minutes of ice time. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, I that, get that. You expect your leading penalty penalty people. <laughs> To be or your your leading pims guys to probably have less than ten minutes per night on the ice, or be Dylan Larkin. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's just like hack, hack away. Yeah. Anthony Massa, thirteenth with thirty seven pims. I have, look what? at that. Well, that's because he's look what probably three of those are fights though. He's got three or four yeah. fighting majors, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. When's the last time you had a leveling in a top twenty in terms, huh? Well, you know, that's <laughs> I I love it because you know what? And it's not it's not for the the thing that most people will say that, oh, you know, we've always need to be tougher and bigger or you know, you need that to win. I, I just take that as okay, this guy can literally do it all. He's gonna let a wicked yeah. wrist shot go that's gonna that's gonna get cut a three goal a two goal game into a one goal game in the third period. And then at the same time, he's gonna beat the hell out of somebody that does, goes after one of his guys. I, I respect somebody if he continues to improve defensively, I he's gonna be a star. And it's 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 yeah. it's reassuring to know that there's somebody on now that can do that. Yeah. That, that's gonna be that could that you can say, <laughs> Oh yeah, they're gonna be a star in Detroit, and it's not laughable or it's not said with a caveat. You know, yeah, and and like I mean, I think the the whole lot for you being fight that's such I don't understand why people always bring that up because it that's a, that's a made up thing. Give it, give it, give it. I think like, you you cracked a little bit there. Give it uh, the uh, I lost you a little bit for a minute there. Give, what was the start of that? Oh, sorry, no, that's fine. Uh, whenever people whenever people talk about well, the wings don't win because they don't fight it or they're not tough. Like that's that's such a made up stat. Yeah, and you know, you know I, I mean, even when when you know. It, you know, P- Pittsburgh, the last their back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, they're they're the I think they had the fewest fighting majors last year. Sure, and they had the second fewest fighting majors the year before. I mean, the the only teams you know since since the new NHL in the last ten years that have had a ton of fights and have won were Anaheim and Boston. Yeah, that's it. Everyone else, bottom five in the league in fighting, in right. fighting. In fights, you know, bottom five of the league in, in, pen, in penalty minutes. You know, it's you know, it's because you what what other ways you see this? Like, okay, we're gonna let you be idiots, and then you're gonna <laughs> take a penalty, and then we're gonna score on the power play. Yeah, right. Like no. that's that's what it is. Yeah, that's what they did. Drew the, okay, drew the yeah, final you know, two. You, you know, run around and try and try to attack our guys. We're gonna stay disciplined, and we're gonna score on the power play. Right. Well, and, what you know, it was the like, Gretzky we're not, effect. We're not gonna play your game. Think, yeah. think, think about it. Yeah. I mean, they they literally made a, a Gretzky role where they where that's where coincidental minors came in because Edmonton was so good with on the man advantage that they didn't want it to go down to four on four because it was too much room. So they made the coincidental uh, minors because of Gretzky. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's what you do, right? I mean, you know, you're smart, right? You know, you go out <laughs> like, oh, you're you're going to be idiots. Okay, cool. Do you do your thing and. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm convinced the the, the '80s Oilers they met, they all their goals came on power plays. So, <laughs> no, and again, you're not going to tell me any differently. I'm not going to listen. Even if you see the film, <laughs> not going to be any different. Yeah, yeah. Even show the box score. I don't know. That's fake news. 
I don't believe you. That's wrong. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Do, do we do we care about any of the secondary trophies? Do we want to talk about Selkie, Lady Bang? No, no. We don't? Okay, that's fine. Art um, Rob- we can maybe do... We can maybe do... Uh, Jack Adams, Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year? Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, I, I like that. I think that's a legitimate thing. And and, and for me, I think it, it has to be Galan in uh, Vegas, right? I, I could not agree with you more. <laughs> I mean, they are literally the best expansion team in the history of the NHL. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're they 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 just won what four or five in a row now after after stumbling a bit. Fifteen, sixty-one, first in the Pacific. I mean, eighty-one goals for, sixty-five goals against. I don't know. I, I think they have some random dude they found on the strip passed out playing in goal for them now. Yeah, what? It, what it, seriously, you look at their goalies, I think they've had six now. I think they had to use a sixth one through 25 games. Just remarkable. Everyone gets hurt. Yeah, just remarkable. I, 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 I know Subban, Subban finally, Malcolm Subban is back. But yeah, it's, you know, okay, we'll just, we'll, we'll, who's your goalie that? I don't know. We found this dude named Gus. He was, he was in New York, New York, casino. <laughs> yeah, they, right now they have some dude named uh, Legacy. Not Manny, though. Let's, let's be clear. It's no, Maxim, no, right? Manny. Isn't it Maxim? Maxim Legacy? Yeah, Maxim Legacy. Yes. Uh, is is no real no relation to uh, Manny? Is is Flurry spelled differently? Dead. Is he going to come back? I mean, I know it's concussions, and concussions can be can be dangerous. Is it? Yeah. I mean, like, has, is it something season ending? Or I mean, have we heard anything like that? Because I, I feel like he got hurt like five years. I like it was five games in. Like he played the <laughs> game against the Wings, and that was his last game. Yeah, uh, four games in, so you weren't off. But he played four. Nice. And Subban played five. Danzig's played four. But I guess he's played twelve. Some dude named Ferguson played one. Ferguson <laughs> made that's the guy they found at New York, New York gambling. It's like, hey, you want to play goal? Yeah. And poor guy. So his stat line is one game play. He has a 667 goals against and a 500 save percentage, but he gave up one goal on two shots. <laughs> oh, so he's anti Niemi. He's anti Niemi, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's a little unfair. That, that is, I feel like that's, that's not a very large body of work. Um, that might have been a situation. Was that a situation where they they had to go to the emergency? Th- I think that was a, an emergency third goalie situation late in the game. What did does, did you sure say? What his minutes were? That sounds correct. I mean, given that he saw, uh, only tossed saw two shots, couldn't play that long, right? He, right. he doesn't even have a picture. Yeah, yeah that that pretty <laughs> much sums it up. That that pretty much sums it up. Um, I think they're. Uh, He's, he's 18 years old. So He's 18? Did you say 18? 19. Wow. 19. Wow. Future is yeah, now. So, but there, man. I think there are so. a couple of teams. I, cause I, you know, that's, that's one of the, that's one, this is one of the areas I struggle most is actually who's coaching what teams because, you know, coaching carousel. But oh, yeah. considering that Vancouver's on the inside, is, is on the inside right now, I think uh, whoever's coaching that club could, could get some votes. <laughs> whoever, whoever the Canucks coaches, 
What? Yeah, yeah, whoever. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, whoever. I mean, I don't know the name. I, I, sure, whoever. Yeah, I, whatever. Whoever's coaching Winnipeg right now, given that Winnipeg um, being second in the Central, Maurice. is that Paul Maurice still? Paul Maurice is in, uh, Winnipeg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got the, he got the big extension in the offseason. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Paul Maurice who coached the 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 Canes against the Wings back in 02. Yeah. F- Fifteen years ago. God, does that it seem impossible? Yeah. Um and who uh is uh is what's his nuts still coaching the Islanders? Because he might be the last one that might kind of worth be mentioning. What's his name? Doug that, Waite. Is he coaching the uh, the Islanders? Yeah, no, it is Doug Waite. I was thinking of the the weird looking guy. Yeah. Those are just a couple other guys. Yeah. You know, two teams I think are probably doing a little bit better than most people would have thought at this point. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know. So. So. So I, I kind of want to jump in this a little bit. Here. Yeah, no, um, no, no. This is perfect. It's got 15 minutes to go. Let's yeah. let's do it. There we go. So there's some rumors going on in Montreal. Love rumors. Uh, um, it, it came out on a radio show in Montreal a few a few weeks ago. I I forgot completely forgot to bring this up, but um, yeah, they were talking about Alex Galchenyuk and his struggles, and it was reported. Now, no one can confirm this, but it was reported that Kalshiyak is having some substance abuse issues, right? Okay. And it's like, well, yeah, there's no confirmation of that. <laughs> and it's like, well, hmm, you guys went to air with that. Okay. That's a little, huh? Right. Which means that somebody knows something. They just can't tell who their source is. Yeah. Or somebody's just. That's one of those, that's one of those sensitive subjects that. Oh, Walt, buddy, we're losing you. Walt, we're losing you, but here's the thing. Since it worked it worked so well a minute ago, go ahead, hang up, call me right back so that we can finish this up here. All right, while we wait for Walt to call back here, I'm very interested in this story. I want to get this out. I want to be able to talk about it here. So let's go ahead and bring Walt back in. Uh, hopefully, it's just a little bit of an issue there, and we'll, we'll bring it back in. Go, all right, Walt, so you was talking yeah, about how he, on a show – yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, sounds clear now. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, but yeah, they, they brought up that Elshin Young is having some substance abuse problems, which I kind of feel like, yeah, you don't really, you shouldn't fire that out there. Right. If, you know, the person who you're talking about doesn't want, that's, that's a private matter. Of course. I always feel, you know. But now, the latest rumor is that the reason Carey Price was out with a, quote, lower body injury was there's issues at home in his personal life. And it's to the point where his wife, Gary Price's wife went on Twitter and Instagram was like, no, everything is fine. Leave us alone. Huh. And so, uh, so apparently uh, Terry Price is not happy about that. And yeah, teams are calling Montreal about Gary Price. Really? Not saying he's going to go anywhere. Because again, I mean, he's got that big that big extension kicks in next uh, after this season, right? And that's a lot of money with the goalie. But I, mean, I mean, you have you have Alex Galchenyuk, who's a high draft pick, who has just he's been wasted in Montreal at this point, right? Um, he just needs to get out of there. Um, now you know, your your big price tag uh, goalie is struggling and not happy. Um, Pacioretty, you know, they're supposed to top guy. He's not happy there. 
I, I you know, I, I dog at Montreal a lot, but this thing it could potentially be a lot worse than than what I initially thought. I mean, could, could you imagine what would happen if, you know, Carey Price were to get traded out of Montreal? Oh. Oh, my God. And the market would be so small because they'd have to bring back a uh, French-Canadian uh, goaltender, too, right? Isn't that the, isn't that the rules? <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, right? Well, I... And, and we... It, and we know Montreal's uh, track record of winning trades for goalies. Oh, um, winning trades, <laughs> period. Well, I, I, this is just uh, that's. It's interesting to have both of those things come out too. I, I it, it yeah. makes it. I mean, you hear, you know, there's always rumblings I mean, but, about this and that, but then they have two big, big. I don't know what level of substantiation of those rumors you get out, but. And then for Carrie Price's wife to come out and say, no, we're, we're fine here. I don't know. Does that almost make it seem like worse? Does that almost make you think more likely that it's not good or, you know, that it actually, no, that it really is fine? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's, I mean, it, in, in, in Montreal, like that's, they're, they're crazy about that team up there. The fans are, and of they want to, they want to know everything that goes on with the players on and off the ice. Right. And, you know, that's why a lot of guys are stay away from Montreal because they're like, oh, I like my privacy. I like to kind of be able to go somewhere and never want to leave me alone. I think that's probably that's the appeal that Steve Tabacos has in Tampa. Right. You know, he can go hang out in downtown Tampa and no one's going to bother him. Whereas he goes to Toronto, it's, you know, you can't go anywhere. Absolutely. But I mean, I, yeah, it's, I mean, Montreal is just a crazy market in general. So I, I don't, I mean, again, I'm not saying, I don't know if any of these rumors are true or not, but you know, we, we don't, we don't hear rumors around here about Jimmy Howard and his wife and right. Dylan Larkin going into rehab. Yeah. So. And well, <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm honestly trying to think and outside of what Jeff, what a Jeff Carter, it was Jeff Carter from the uh, no no he's still one still playing. Oh um, yeah, the former Ranger. Uh, I yeah. Was it a Jeff I Carter? Can't think of his name. No, Jeff Carter's still playing. Because they were both in Philly and they both got shipped out and both and they landed in, in L.A. together. And it was the other. It's the other guy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's uh, the other guy. Jeff Richards? Is it a Richards? Mike Richards. Mike Richards. That's who it was. Yeah. All right. Because yeah. I, I know we had Brad, and I thought his first name was Jeff, but yeah, Mike Richards. Yeah. And yeah, Mike Richards. Yeah. Besides him, and actually, oddly enough, both former Kings, Jarrett Stoll went through a substance thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, those are the two names that I can remember over the course of like the last five years. And then, okay, if you want to throw a domestic violence thing in there, that the Slava Voinov, oddly enough, the Kings again. Yeah. Huh. Well, if you want to throw another one in there, uh, Barlamov, a goalie in Colorado. Oh, I do remember something about that. Yeah, but let's see. Here's the difference with that. He did. He had his before Ray Rice. Barlamov had his after Ray Rice. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was. I mean, they're both terrible human beings. <laughs> but I mean, they are. Period. Right. You know? But. Timing is everything, right? No, I know. It's well. I mean, even in that Ray Rice situation itself, I mean, you get the police report that says he punched out his wife, and it's a two-game suspension. 
And then yeah. all of a sudden, a video occurs that shows him punching out his wife. What did you think that video was going to show? <laughs> what you thought he it might have just been a love tap, or you know, he you know he was messing around and jabbed her too hard. That's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. That video, yeah, the report, which, like, well, yeah, yeah, uh, that's exactly what the report said that he knocked her out, and yet you get the visuals of it, and it's oh, okay, well, two games is clearly not enough. You need an entire season. <laughs> like, well, yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And if you, I mean, the, the Varlamov situation was no better. Yeah, I mean he. You know that that whole thing was just horrible, and the fact that that guy is still playing in NHL is like beyond me. But again, timing. Yep. And you know, it's what's what I, one of the one of the good things about hockey is, and, and yeah, I know we just you know named five players right there off the top of our head and or issues, but you know, for the most part, it just seems. And and again, I don't have stats or anything here, but doesn't it just seem so rare that you hear about that stuff in hockey? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's a, there's guys with history. I mean, you know, oh sure, uh, at, at, you know, at, at Belfort, Patrick Waugh, you know, huh, oddly goalies, but you know. well, I mean, but you know, you automatically know goalies have to be a little insane to be able, yeah. ready, and willing to stop a puck that's going a hundred miles an hour at you. Yeah, but I mean, you don't, you don't hear the major stars, right? You never heard anything about Gretzky, right? You know, never anything about about Mario. Never heard anything about Stevie. Yeah, you know, never heard anything about Shanty. And the and the like, you know, the stars of today's game, like you know, we looked at the top ten point getters. Have we heard? I mean, well, well, that's a that's a lie because Kane obviously had some issues well, with some cabbies. Yeah, yeah, and and the uh, and and the, and whatever occurred, it, right? I don't think. It, I, I just, I, we're never going to know the full story on that one. Absolutely not. And then, uh, you know, I, did Sagan ever actually do anything? No, he went out partying the night before a playoff game. Right. That was it, right? There was never <laughs> any, any crime or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, no, he went out party. He went out partying the night before a playoff game with, uh, with rat, with rat boy and, and just a couple other guys. And, you know, he, he had all, all his buddies from uh, from back home that would come down and hang out and party in Boston with him, and it was it was a maturity thing with him in Boston. But you know, nineteen year old kid, nineteen year old kids make, making a lot of money. Yeah, it's not gonna party. Yeah, and oh by the way, you did win a Stanley <laughs> Cup with him, so maybe you know he was. I mean, he was yeah. still on that team when they won it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he, if he went out the night before, it didn't kill him too badly because he was high. You know. <laughs> He was leading score. Yeah. I don't know, not necessarily leading scorer, but he was as Nobody important scored, as anybody else. Maker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm yeah. I'm sure they're happy with that deal. Said no one ever. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great That's sound. Great. That, that pretty much that pretty much sounds sums it right up. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're good. Yeah. You know, this was good. I mean, considering we did, we, we did a phoner show here through the whole thing, not yeah. bad, not bad. 
I mean, you know, you know, our, our, our usual no prep work at all, but, you know, uh, it's more fun. Now. Hey, we actually spent three minutes prepping during the break, which is pretty good prep work for us because we knew exactly what we yeah. were doing coming out of the break. Yeah, boom, there you go. There it is. That's, that's the win. Did we, we, you, did do, you did do the show thing and everything. Names. Yeah, you did, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, you do a better you do you do a better job of uh, piloting this plane than I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, well, All right. I don't know how to sign off. Yeah. This is normally your job, I guess. I, you know, I'm Thomas. Well, yeah, uh, wait, big week for the Wings. Uh, the wings and Kings Tuesday night at LCA. Yep. Uh, I, I'm I'm still waiting. I'm convinced Jimmy Howard and Jonathan Quick have like some sort of disdain for each other. <laughs> Based so, on every time they play, you know, the, I think was it two years ago when the Wings and Kings played and how it was in that and like there it was during a TV timeout or something and they're both skating towards their bench and they go by each other and then they start yelling at each other. Oh, I do remember you that. Know? Like, like, there's some disdain there. I don't, I don't know from from where or why. That is true. But two, there, there, there's some disdain there between those two. American so boys, I, right? You know, Quick is an American boy, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And Howard's from upstate two, New two York. American kids. Yeah. 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 So you know, I'm, you know, maybe we'll get a goalie fight. You know, I, I, I think Jimmy really wants his his, uh, his Mike Vernon moment too. So. Yeah. Oh, he showed that against Calgary that he very well might. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so yeah, so look out for that. But it should be an entertaining game, though. L- LA Kings are looking rebound from uh, from last year. The the revitalized Dustin Brown. Yep. And Anze Kopitar and, you know, dealing on the second year yeah. of the contract. Funny how you know, yeah, and, so. and you mentioned that, and you know, obviously Justin Avocator, second year of his deal, and he's looking much more comfortable in his own skin now, and and doing things that we want to see it even on the scoreboard. So. Yeah, maybe you just got to survive that first year after that big deal, and then hopefully you can settle in after the fact. Yeah, so you know, hey, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, again, home and home with Montreal this week. This week, so we'll be back next Sunday. We'll be able to break all those games down. Yep, looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I am. I am as well. So uh, I'm gonna go. Sit, I'm gonna eat some dinner. I'm sitting down here in my man cave right now. All righty, you go eat some dinner. Yeah. That that's Walt. Thank yeah. you for calling in, Walt. No problem, Thomas. I will talk to you next week. Sounds good. And we will see you here and back uh, in the box here from the podcast, Detroit Studios in Royal Oak. So good to have Walt calling in uh, on a night that he wasn't able to make it out, night he was a little under the weather. He still big part of the show, obviously, as he was with us pretty much, what, an hour and 59 and a half minutes of it. So thank you for that, Walt. I'm Thomas. You've been listening to In the Box. And, folks, we're going to talk to you next week.